This is Live on Purpose Radio, episode 485. Therefore, what? How do we actually apply new knowledge? Now is the only time to create and live the life you love. I'm Dr. Paul Jenkins, the positivity psychologist. My job is to connect you to powerful positive psychology principles that immediately upgrade your relationships, business, and mental health. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Hey, before we jump into our content today, I have to acknowledge today's episode is sponsored by Live on Purpose Central. You may not have heard of Live on Purpose Central, but I have to tell you about it real quick because I've had three, no less than three requests just in the last week or some additional help. Dr. Paul, how can I work with you? Dr. Paul, I need a little bit of extra help on this. We all need a little help from time to time. We need that little checkup from the neck up. We need something that helps us to stay on purpose. And that's what Live On Purpose Central is all about. Go check it out, liveonpurposeradio.com. That's the name of the podcast. And then do a forward slash help. Uh, We'll tell you all about it over there, everything that you can access. I spend my time at Live On Purpose Central every week, helping people like you to create a more peaceful life, to have more confidence, to get past the stuckness that we feel sometimes. Look, stop waiting for a light at the end of the tunnel. Flip the switch yourself and take this on purpose so that you can take care of your mental hygiene. Liveonpurposeradio.com forward slash help. I got you back. Today's topic, therefore what? I ask this question of my clients all the time because we talk about powerful principles of positive psychology or of relationships, whatever the topic is, and it's just talk until we actually turn it into walk. I've said this many times, that it doesn't matter how much these principles get into your heart and into your head until they get into your shoes so that they actually walk around in your life. The application of these principles is what is going to change the game for you. This is what moves the dial. So we ask that question. Now, I've learned this principle. Therefore, what? How do we actually apply that knowledge in our life? You see, what I have found is that there's a difference between being committed to something and simply being interested in something. Have you had this experience where you set a goal, you say, I'm going to do that, right? And then you find yourself not doing that. It's probably because you're interested in whatever it is you said you would do, but you're not truly committed. What does commitment look like? Think about your children for just a minute. Your child needs to be picked up from some event. Are you committed to actually following through and picking up your child? Now, typically you are. 
In fact, I had a client yesterday on a coaching call who said, Dr. Paul, I need to take off at 10 minutes to the hour to go pick up my child. And guess what? They did. They left at 10 minutes to the hour to go pick up that child. They were committed to that. Something that we're truly committed to doesn't carry with it the option of just not doing it because we're committed to it. Do you see what we're talking about there? You know, as a clinical professional psychologist, I have found that one of the biggest barriers to success and happiness is fear. We get this avoidance of doing something. And and what is the fear? Really, what is the fear? That we're going to fail? Yes, that's a very common fear. In fact, that's one of the top three that we usually talk about. The fear of failure. What if I don't succeed in this endeavor and it causes us to back away from it? But there's also a fear of commitment. Once we commit to something, once we are actually committed to that thing, we're locked in. There, there is no more option to not do this thing. And people have a fear of that, too. At the root of every fear is one common belief. I got this originally from Dr. Susan Jeffers, who wrote a book called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. That is an awesome title. In fact, the title is probably even better than the book. But she pointed out a couple of really powerful things in this book where she said that at the root of every fear is one common belief, the belief that I can't handle it. Now, you think about where that fits for you. What are the things that you're avoiding? What are the things that you're feeling some fear about? And the fear of commitment is that we'll be locked into it, and then we will lose our freedom. If it's you that chose to do this, if it's you that is committed to whatever it is, you're exercising your freedom. You're not restricting it. I talk about this very topic with my clients when we're discussing time management or the budget. Now, look at those two things as an example of this. When you choose to follow a budget, to create and follow a budget, You are actually putting yourself in position to be the boss of your money. It's not that this restricts you. You're the one who's in charge. When you use a calendar to structure your time. See, some people feel like, oh, no, that locks me in. That makes me too restricted. No, it makes you the boss of your time. And those are two things that you're going to spend all of (laughs) in one way or another. You're going to spend your money. You're going to spend your time. Now, what are you going to spend it on? And it's easy to spend it on things that don't really matter to you. And time is especially that way because either you use it or you lose it. Don't worry, you get more tomorrow. Isn't that cool? See, this is a mindset abundance. But how you spend it is up to you. Whatever you're committed to is what you put into your budget. It's what you put into your calendar. And let me give you just a little behind the scenes look 
at what our brain is doing with this. I had this experience just last week. I was in a three-day retreat with Jody Moore, one of my coaches, and 24 brilliant entrepreneurs. We get together a couple of times this year to discuss our businesses. And as I was coming out of one of these meetings, these mastermind meetings, they go all day, okay? And they're intensive. We're getting into some really fun stuff. And it's fairly taxing from an emotional and mental standpoint. It's a lot of work to do that kind of masterminding. It's fun, but it's work too. And I got up to the hotel room and I remember I was texting Vicky about how the day had gone. And I was feeling just a little pressure because I I needed to get a few things done for a webinar that's coming up. We're doing a webinar on hope. You'll want to watch out for that too, okay? We're going to have some fun with that. But in the text, I was saying, you know, I've, I've been in the mastermind all day. I'm not really feeling like, you know, getting the things done that I need to to prepare for this webinar, but I still need to do it. And feeling the pressure, feeling locked in. And then I realized something. I'm the boss. Who's in charge of this anyway? And it's me. It's me who created the expectation in the first place. Who put the timeline on? It was me. Now, am I committed to doing that webinar? Yes, I am. And I'm the one who gets to decide how I spend my time and how I spend my money. I'm in charge. And so while I was feeling restricted by it, I realized, wait, this is here to serve me, not the other way around. And so I made a, another text, this time to my team, that said, hey, you remember that webinar we were going to do on this date? Well, now we're going to do it on that date. And so. I want to give you that as one of your tools as you work on your budget and your calendar that you are in charge. Who's the boss here anyway? It's you. And if you've made a commitment to something, you can always renegotiate the timing or the pace. We're not in a hurry, you guys to get to whatever it is that we are truly committed to. And you can renegotiate that with yourself or with your team or whoever you've made your commitments to. It's not that we're locked in. Now, I share that with you because this fear of failure is also tied to the fear of success. And when we truly commit to something, we feel like we're locked into it. Well, that's just thinking, thinking. Because we're in charge of that. Now, I've already revealed to you one of the keys that I wanted to share in this particular episode. There are two documents that will reveal whether we're actually committed or not. Two documents. And this is how I can tell if I'm interviewing someone. Like We can look at these two documents and see if they are truly committed to whatever it is they say they're committed to. Those documents are your calendar and your checkbook or your budget right? Who has a checkbook anymore? Do we still write checks? I'm kind of old school. I remember that we used to write these. You see what I'm getting at. If it shows up on your calendar, and if it shows up on your checkbook or your budget, then you are truly committed to this thing. If you're not spending your time and or your money on it, 
then you're probably not truly committed to it. And maybe it's something you're just interested in. And that's okay, by the way. That is fine. Some people feel guilty about, well, I'm not really committed to that. That's fine. You can't be committed to everything. Pick and choose carefully what you are committed to, because that's what you're going to spend your time and your money on. And there's a lot of hope for accomplishing whatever it is that you are truly committed to. So notice what's going on in your mind with that. I'm not here to tell you how to think. I don't have that kind of authority. I do want you to see that you are thinking and that you can choose to be committed to something. And that will show up in some very measurable ways on your calendar and on your checkbook. Remember, like I said at the beginning, if you're looking for some real help, if you would like to have someone checking in with you, go over to Live On Purpose Central and check that out. You can get a quick link through liveonpurposeradio.com forward slash help. And that will take you right to that page where we'll describe what you're going to get once you join Live On Purpose Central. Folks, it's been great to be with you. I'll catch you next time. This is Dr. Paul. Did you get what you came for? Give yourself the gift of taking real action on what you realized today. Please share this episode with someone you know would value it. And leave us a rating, too. It's time now to live on purpose.